Hello and welcome back to the new art podcast. Episode about 15, I reckon. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Plus yeah. or minus one. I, I do <laughs> realise I've got it wrong most episodes as soon as we got to double digits. So 15 to the nearest 15. And today we're talking about butterflies. What do you think about butterflies, Saf? Beautiful, amazing, colourful, absolutely integral for Earth 2.0. Good. So, so you're confident? No butterflies in the stomach, perhaps? No, no, not today. Uh, I mean, there we have it. Even before we've started, butterflies are evil. They invade people's stomachs, give them nerves, make them screw up, publicly humiliate themselves. It's I don't healthy. even know why we need to argue it. It's a healthy sign to not have butterflies in your stomach is not a good thing. To not have butterflies in your stomach is a good thing. Yeah, but that means that butterflies are bad. No, 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 no. To have butterflies in your stomach is a good sign. It's a positive... Right. It's a, like, you know, before you go on stage or like, you know, it's it's like people say like, um, you know, in romance, like butterflies in my stomach, it's used in a very positive light as well. And even when people uh, paint it in like a negative light of like public speaking or starting a show or whatever, it's still a good sign of that, that healthy nervousness. Um, so it's 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 uh i think it depends how many butterflies <laughs> so i reckon about one butterfly maybe so you're just, sort of just on the edge give it a bit of a, a a bit of adrenaline in the mix but two butterflies or more then then we're out of business i, I think reading... two, is, two is two is optimal which is what we're taking two, to okay. yeah yeah two is optimal it's the perfect amount um you know, so we're in luck. I've been reading some historical fiction about Cicero. Have you read Robert Harris? Great author. But Cicero no. apparently uh, got super, super nervous before okay. his oration. So very famous uh, mm -hmm. Roman uh, lawyer, speaker, mm -hmm. politician, uh, mm -hmm. writer, etc. Mm -hmm. Political pundit. Uh, but yeah, he was literally keeling over in the streets as he walked down to, to the courts, uh, mm -hmm. retching and such. So wow. I, I think that's probably too many butterflies in that case. Yeah. One, but, maybe one and a half I could deal with. <laughs> but even then, he always delivered, clearly, because of his reputation, right? So... History's written by the winners. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe he was just he was, crap. He was and actually he, rubbish. He yeah. wrote it down. He could say what he liked about himself. Then this <laughs> is how it works. That world is screwed up, and we have to set it right, correct the record, show the world that butterflies are evil, evil. But before we do that, we have some results. That's exciting, okay. isn't it? We haven't had yes. results for a few weeks. Yeah. We have two results. Double double the fun. Okay, okay. So, brace yourself. If you remember, the last result we had was crocodiles. 
which so is a draw. So crocodiles was a draw, which means we're yeah. going to revisit it in a later yeah. episode. It's going to be a royal yeah. rumble, yeah. as you've said. The episode after that, yeah. in episode number order, not in the order of release. So okay. it's, it's actually gone six, eight, seven. But okay. episode seven was ferrets. Okay. Do you think ferrets made it in? Dude, it's been so long, I can't even remember. But <laughs> what I do remember is ferrets pleasantly surprised me. And I thought they were cute. So, yeah, I think they made it in. Well, they are cute, but they <laughs> haven't made it in. Wow. No, okay. ferrets go to die in fire and brimstone and the coming apocalypse. I actually don't know when the Earth's going to explode, but it is, isn't it? That's that's why we're building it Eventually. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think it's quite soon. What do you reckon? End of series one? Maybe oh. series two? The Earth can explode? Two? Series two is going to be coming straight from Earth 2.0. <laughs> But then, uh, what then, are we but then it's a bit late, isn't it? To, yeah. to start arguing which animals to bring. Yes. We can, we can start arguing which animals to keep and which to ostracize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Second result. So ferrets are out, ferrets are dead. We hate ferrets. Second result, episode eight. Pigeons. What do you think on the pigeon front? Ooh, see, they deserve to make it, but they have like a bad rap, like publicly, they have like mm. a PR issue. Like people think pigeons, they, they liken them to rats and stuff, but the thing is like, I don't know, I think it's, I'm going to go for a draw, but I, because crocodiles is a draw, I'm going to go for a draw if I was a betting man. Well, you should have bet on that, because it was a draw. Rats with wings, indecisive. We're going to have to come back there. Lots to say on pigeons, I think. Yeah. Pigeons, crocodiles, that will be an interesting rumble yeah. that, we, that we'll yeah, be seeing yeah, yeah. Yeah. soon, I hope. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ferrets, pigeons, that's the update. So I think where we stand is we have three yeah. animals on board the Ark. Yeah. Three have failed to make it on, and yeah. two... We don't know. Undecided either yeah. way to be revisited. So we've got... Very, very well balanced, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is isn't mm. it? Very well balanced so far. But yeah, yeah, who yeah. knows? Who knows? Especially with such bastards as butterflies on the line. <laughs> so, 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 so. I wanted to start out this debate by mm -hmm. making a case I haven't done in the past, but mm -hmm. which is very pertinent to butterflies. Mm -hmm. And that's a legal mm -hmm. one, because I think it's quite important, given that we're starting a new colony uh, on a new planet, we have to be mm -hmm. quite savvy uh, about uh, uh, not opening ourselves up to potential litigation because they are going to be quite desperate back on Earth 1.0. They are going to well, want to pick fights with us, given that we're escaping the planet, leaving they, behind. They're going to be dead, mate. They're going to be dead. Well, no, no litigation. Because they know we're building an ark. They know 
potentially we might bring butterflies aboard. So if we choose to do so, they're going to sue our asses so that they can steal our ark and fly away themselves. This is the threat we open ourselves up to if we bring butterflies. Mm-hmm. Let me elaborate. Firstly, butterflies are guilty of a trademark infringement. <laughs> Notably, butterflies are not flies. They are not a butter brand. So they're breaking consumer branding laws there as well. Two counts by which we might be sued. And thirdly, thirdly, they are guilty of plagiarism in the form that 85 million years before butterflies ever existed, there were creatures almost identical to butterflies. So pre-butterfly insects from which the butterflies copied to the litter every aspect of their biology. So, I mean, they, they haven't even bothered to come up with an original design. This is how bloody lazy butterflies are. This is the litigation we open ourselves up to. And I don't think we can take it. We're already being sued by Disney, Sap. What on earth are we going to do? I think you are, be- you are being personally sued by Disney. You've got nothing to do with me or the animals. So good luck with that. I don't even want to entertain your point about trademark infringements and butterfly. <laughs> if, if there were creatures like the butterfly years and years and years ago, well, guess what? They were butterflies. And butterflies yeah, have done fantastic. Well, if they were identical, then they were. It looks like or- a butterfly, acts like a butterfly. It is not necessarily a butterfly. This is what we've learned. If, if it looks like a butterfly, acts like a butterfly, it is a butterfly. Um, so let's leave that. But given that the argument holds no merit in or outside of the court of law, I will instead rather than you know come up with like a rebuttal i will just give you a fun fact which is relevant about where the butterfly got its name from and Mm. it's from its poop so this is a fun fact the dutch scientists were studying butterflies and when they took a look at their poop which is officially called frass they noticed that the droppings looked an awful lot like butter so this is not about consumer branding issues. You know, if anything, the scientists should be sued, but they're dead, I take it, because it was long ago. So the scientists observed the butter-like droppings of a butterfly, and they, so as a result, named the insect butterflies. So straight away, any legal uh, letters just get forwarded where said scientists may or may not live. Uh, but yeah, that was a, a fun fact. I thought it would be more glamorous than that. But uh, there we go. All you're saying there is that by bringing butterflies on board, we're opening ourselves up to a breach of food hygiene lawsuit. Because then we're going to mix a butterfly with a butterfly frass, butterfly poop. And I mean... It's, it's just more problems, Saf. We don't have a solution. We just have more problems. And you're right. You're 100% on. Highly likely butterflies were named after their poop. But, I mean, I, I, I think we really are opening ourselves up on this count. 
I have a further argument put to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Throughout history, people who like butterflies, people who collected butterflies, have been considered mad. So we have historical proof that only loonies like butterflies. I quote you, in the early 1700s, Lady Eleanor Glanville was declared clinically insane because she collected butterflies. On the Hollywood front, if you've seen Kingsman 2, then what's its name? Who loses his memory because he should have died in Kingsman 1? Sees butterflies, becomes an honorary lepidopterist, which I can't even say. That's how confusing butterflies are. They drive people mad, butterflies. They're not butter, they're not flies. Can I say any more? And they torture kids in spelling boy bees trying to spell the bloody word chrysalis. I mean, that's trauma in itself for all subsequent generations in Earth 2.0. Well, we're talking about children. Um, so this is a little fact that I've been reflecting on. If butterflies disappeared, if we did not bring them to Earth 2.0, if we left them behind to die, imagine the kids, Elliot, the kids, children not knowing what butterflies are. That would be the most tragic thing on Earth 2.0. So, you know, for the kids, we need to bring them on board. I just say that all kids ever do with butterflies is kill them. This, this is a fact of life. Butterflies are so properly designed, evolutionarily, that kid plus butterfly invariably equals dead butterfly within space of mere seconds. This is how life works. So you're actually sparing Earth 2.0's children future trauma, additionally to the spelling bee point, in that they won't be killing butterflies. They'll have lots of elephants to play with and dolphins and foxes, which they can't kill because those animals actually had some thought put into them when God was actually working to, to make earners keep instead of having some off day doing a few scribbles with a piece of paper, calling it a butterfly, which is a crap name anyway. Who on earth would call an animal a butterfly? I mean, Well, we, did, we, we, we figured out who they are, the Dutch yeah, scientists. Yeah, Dutch scientists. <laughs> right? The so, Dutch scientists. But the kids, I think, you know, I don't know. I have seen kids with butterflies where no death has occurred so i don't know if these are like australian kids or you know kids that you you grew up with um who were butterfly bullies uh i think we should rehabilitate the kids and bring the butterflies you know what i mean um so that the other well-behaved kids um can observe the, the the beauty of a butterfly also, what is the most tattooed creature on Earth? Butterflies. A, a wolf. 
Butterflies. How about turtle? <laughs> Dolphin, elephant, fox. Foxes no, make good all, tattoos. Yeah, but they're all too niche. Butterflies. <laughs> so many people have butterfly tattoos. So, you know, I think they would all, you know, be up in arms. Uh, you know, they will sue us. So, I think, you know, butterflies are important. Also, besides all of the, you know, the stealing, you know, right now you're trying to steal the joy of children. You're trying to disappoint all of the people that have tattoos. Um, but on top of all of that, butterflies and moths are indicators of a healthy environment and healthy ecosystem. I know we've touched this with other creatures before, but it's important. So again, when it comes to, you know, Earth 2.0, we need to make sure we have the right types of animals there that can help us, you know, measure the right things, put into place preventative measures. So they serve a very practical purpose as well. But you don't need to measure how messed up an ecosystem is unless you've messed it up, which I'm assuming we're not going to do on Earth 2.0. Well, we're not. We're, we're not. But we need to, you know, we need to do regular checkups, make sure we're on the right path. And that's fine. You know, it just reaffirms that things are good. Uh, we give each other a high five and carry on. If for whatever reason the tests come back a little bit, concerning bit of a red flag then we can course correct but unless we have the the right indicators we're flying blind and we don't want to fly blind to earth 2.0 well speaking of flying blind mm -hmm. did, did you know that butterflies are pretty much blind they have the most awful vision extremely short-sighted near-sighted mm -hmm. and I, I think bringing animals to earth 2.0 we want animals with a, a long-term vision not short-sighted ones that, that that's what got us into the earth 1.0 mess in the first place so i mean butterflies out for, for that alone surely surely did you just insult all the visually impaired people on earth I need you to say that. We'll, we'll make them little butterfly glasses. Nanotechnology on Earth 2.0. Butterfly glasses. That would be quite cute. I'll give you that. Yeah. We'll get uh, Margaret in, uh, in, the, in the lab to get working on it. She's always looking for new mm. projects. Margaret, yeah. Good old Margaret. Okay, I, I have a few choice quotes for you because you do okay. seem to have an inflated sense of, of butterflies' value. So, firstly, this one is from the Collins Field Guide to British Butterflies. So, I mean, they, if anyone, should be on the butterfly's side. I quote... Mm -hmm. Butterflies are creatures of little importance. <laughs> they, they put this in the bloody guide to British butterflies. I'll give you another. Butterflies are basically high-performance sex machines fueled by flower <laughs> nectar. This, this, 
these are the people who know most about butterflies saying that butterflies are pointless sex machines. What more need I say? What more? They clearly haven't done their research. They're being lazy because, you know, there are so many species of butterfly. Each one is super specialized and individual species scientists have identified can be of particular benefit to science. Now, we on this show, on Earth 2.0, are pro-science. That is a fact. So, one of Europe's uh, most, I want to say famous, but maybe they're not famous, useful, is called uh, the Meadow Brown Butterfly. Ever heard of them? I have. Yeah, yeah. You have, cool. So, Meadow Brown Butterfly produces a natural antibiotic that's helpful to humans. So straight off the bat, you know, we've talked about animals helping humans with all manner of things in the past. They play an integral role. And this is an example where this meadow brown butterfly, maybe the Collins one was focusing on British butterflies, and this is Europe's. So with Brexit, you know what I mean? So the British butterflies might be lame, but Europe's meadow brown butterfly natural antibiotic useful for humans we absolutely could do with that on earth 2.0 with brexit we're not going to get the european butterflies in that they, they they just don't get past customs so there's no point no 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 we fly via europe, I fly europe. But, <laughs> but you still need to adhere to customs but by the time the apocalypse is coming the whole you know we're going to be living in a lawless world things like customs things like brexit are not going to matter maybe the folks at collins are going to be focused on uh, you know they're going to be trying to adhere to the rules because they're squares but we are rebels innovators future thinkers visionaries that have built the new arc and are exploring the next frontier so we will not entertain such silliness as brexit so what you're saying is that after having spent most of this debate so far arguing that bring butterflies wouldn't actually infringe upon any laws we are going to out out spokenly break the customs laws to bring European butterflies on board. So what you're saying? Be- yes, because laws don't matter. Because where laws don't matter. There, there, there we go. And for the authorities, should they want to get in touch, they can reach you at? Uh, Holland Dutch Scientists. Number one, Holland Road, Holland. <laughs> Very good answer. I mean, you're spot on. So UK butterflies are crap. Uh, they've got about 60 species of butterfly versus okay. 2,500 species of moth. So that just shows you how yeah. useless butterflies are. So there are 200,000 species of Lepidoptera, which is the, the, the moths and the butterflies. 80% of those are moths. Moths are just better than butterflies, which makes butterflies, I mean, frankly, pointless i do have a few specific butterflies though 
since mm-hmm. you went down that road. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the Alcon Blue Butterfly? Very famous one. The okay. Alcon Blue Butterfly. What it does, brace yourself, it invades ant nests as a, a larvae, then a caterpillar. And for about two years, it secretes chemicals which tricks the ants into thinking that it's their queen. So they feed it, they dote on it night, day, bring it all the best food, throw <laughs> huge surprise birthday parties for it, give it the, the most expensive French wines. After those two years, this sleeper agent... Two years? Yeah, two two years of doting on it, hand and foot, and then the butterfly turns okay. around and eats all the ants in the nest, and goes and lives its horrible, psychopathic life as the Alcon how, Blue Butterfly. How long does the Alcon Blue Butterfly live for? Longer in than total. two years. Wow. Well, it won't be much longer than two years. With all these yeah. species, they spend most of their life as caterpillars. Hmm. So it's definitely, you know, murderous. Da- Darwin survival genocidal. Of the it's innovative. <laughs> it's clever. It's shrewd. Um, you know, the ants need to level up their game. Really? You know? Yeah, they need to communicate better. They need to pay more attention. Get they should be so easily du- Yeah, so so easily duped. Um. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you know. So, but, but they like don't the get the opportunity to learn because once they made the mistake, they're all killed. This is how genocide works. Yeah, but you learn from you know, you can learn from your ancestors and stuff. Like it's passed on. But they don't have any ancestors. You don't get this <laughs> concept of total slaughter. There are no <laughs> ants left to bear witness to the crime. They cannot, therefore, learn. Mm. Well, it says more about ants and their inability to survive than it does the um, the butterfly, who sounds like, you know, a bit of a Bond villain, but a smart one, you know? So, so what you're saying is we're actually pro-Bond villains. We're going to bring them on the arc. They're great. The one with the flying hat? What's he called? He's the best I, Bond villain. I'm very, very not on board Bond. I've watched a few, but never really captured my imagination. And the one in Thunderball with the swimming pool and the sharks. He's a good one as well. The other ones, no. They can get lost. Mm. But I'll take flying hat man and swimming pool sharks. But th- those were the ones worthy of the name. But yeah, I mean... As, as you now know, butterflies are, are murderous cretins. Uh, I mean, actually what it sounds quite like is when you've seen uh, sort of horror or thriller films, have you seen The Thing? Classic. Mm-hmm. I, so, um, I mean, I'm not any, sure, I can't remember. Any or most films of genre suit the bill. But basically when caterpillars turn into butterflies, they transform themselves into gooey liquid mush. This is mm-hmm. how all the aliens we produce in classic horror thriller films. Like the thing goes into the sludge, crawls along the floor, then finds another human to infest, 
rips out their stomach with octopus tendrils. <laughs> then these are the creatures the butterflies are, secretly. I quote you another butterfly, the 8998 butterfly. So cool because it looks like it's got those numbers on its wings. You know that the number 8998 is the hotline for COVID-19 in Cyprus. So what this means is that butterflies have colluded with Chinese biological engineers from the start to create the COVID-19 virus, to engineer, orchestrate this grand global conspiracy to bring about world domination so that they can get rid of humans so that they can take over the world. They are a true Bond villain. And Cyprus somehow is the brainchild behind this. You would have a bit more weight. No, they're the only ones who caught on. If there was a hotline for the US or Russia or anywhere but Cyprus. I literally just googled 8998. That's the only thing that came up. Convenient, nevertheless. Convenient. Yes, yes. Right, well, here's the thing. What do you think of food on Earth 2.0? What do I think of food <laughs> Important. on Earth 2.0? I, I, I mean, it depends on the food. So I'm, I'm behind hobnobs and jaff cakes, anything else can go get lost. Does that help your I, argument? No, no, <laughs> no. Um, but food, I think, you know, rational people who, you know, have a balanced diet and are healthy, not just eating hobnobs and jaffa cakes, you know, food is... That's to me. Yeah, food is everything. And about one third of all the food depend on the work of pollinators such as butterflies. One third. That is I mean a lot. That's statistical misleadingness. Well I, I have to say butterflies don't do much pollinating at all. That they are just one of many pollinators and one of the very minor pollinators. They're like a proper backbench pollinator. They occasionally but, step forward. But... but a pollinator nonetheless. And they get to take their credit for one third of their role, one third of the food people eat. Now, for anybody that's looking to vote against a butterfly, my question to you is this. Would you rather give up a third of all the food you eat, <laughs> carry on eating the same amount of food, enjoying the same amount of food, plus have the bonus of having the beauty of butterflies on Earth 2.0? It is a no-brainer. Plus, you get antibiotics for free. So I'm not sure that's how it works, because if we neglect to bring butterflies, it just means we have to have more bees or bats or 
any other species which does actually most of the pollinating instead of butterflies. So it means we get more of the actual good creatures, don't quote me on that, instead of the rubbish creatures, which are butterflies. And speaking of food, did you know that the common blue butterfly smells of chocolate? Which, might I add, is a leading cause of obesity. So that means if we're going to bring it on board the Ark, we are going to have an obese human race in Earth 2.0 because we're always going to be thinking of chocolate. This smells always going to be our noses. We're going to be permanently hungry and you don't get decent chocolate in space food. So it's going to really piss us off. We will be hangry all the time. Three months, years of voyage to Earth 2.0 because we smell chocolate. We can't eat chocolate. No hobnobs, no Jaffa cakes. I mean, that's not a world I want to live in. Well, we can bring don't chocolate tell me with us. Those. We can bring chocolate with us um, aboard the Ark. I think you know that will that will pass with a majority vote. And then, if this butterfly smells like chocolate, that's just like we can save on like air freshener and fragrance costs. We just we just put the butterfly in with all the you know, the elephant, all the, you know, animals that we've got that do a lot of pooping. So we stick the butterflies in, make the air smell of chocolate, nullifies the poop smell, win-win. Free antibiotics, free perfume, free measurements of a healthy ecosystem, one-third of the food. But can't you just put the chocolate in with the elephant poop? Because that also works no. as air freshener. Chocolate famously smells like chocolate. Or do you think it's yes. just going to get lost? Easier well, to see a blue butterfly get... than brown chocolate amidst poop. Yeah, because the butterfly is going to fly around and through. They're going to kind of like, you know, distribute the smell evenly. Whereas you just leave mm. chocolate on a table or whatever, the, a, a, the ants are going to get to them, right? And B, you know... No, I just said we haven't brought ants on board, so the, the ants definitely aren't going to get to them. Have they been killed? Yeah, we, we killed ants and cats and... What was the other one? Ferrets. Ferrets. No ants, oh, okay, no okay. cats, no ferrets. Okay, so there's no ants, but... You know... Other <laughs> insects might get to them. Based so, and yeah. So we, we, if we, if we just let the butterfly fly around, freshen the air, and we're good. Okay. Unlimited as well, because the chocolate, as our chocolate reserves dwindle over time, we as the, the journey, yeah, no, Brilliant. as the journey goes on. As we consume more and more chocolate, we're going to have less and less left for fragrance. But with a butterfly, they're with us for the whole journey because they're not just for Christmas. So that way, we just let them in. They do their thing. They fly around. They freshen up the air. There you go. Multi, multi-purpose. Multi-purpose. Hmm. They, they pollinate Antibi- uh, something, goodness knows what. Pollinate, 
provide us with antibiotics, they freshen the air with chocolate smell, they just are beautiful so that we shade them. Okay, but I do want to bring you up on this, this point you've raised, because you've been saying these butterflies are going to flit around beautifully, they're going to spread the chocolate fragrance, but butterflies are really just crap flyers. This, this has to be stated. I mean, Muhammad Ali, no idea what he was thinking. Flit like butterfly, sting like bee. I mean, buzz off. The, the butterflies are some of the worst insect flyers out there. Full stop. They are the most scrawny little pathetic flappers. Below the temperature of 86 degrees Fahrenheit, they can't fly at all. Completely mobilised. Might I say that happens in space, so space is cold, butterflies can't fly, they are no better than chocolate in space. But the arc is going to be temperature controlled. Is it? It is. is it, it's, going be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's through, through the magic of electricity and, and heating, it's going to be temperature controlled so that we are not going to be freezing our asses off. And so the Burn butterfly... Yeah. Yeah, whatever we need to do. And the butterflies are gonna be able to fly. Um it's gonna be you know, it's gonna calm us, you know, it's gonna it's just gonna be like I said, multi purpose. Multi purpose, there you go. Who 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 knew butterflies truly are the, the jack of all trades? If if we believe what Saf is saying. But, 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 I have some further points to raise against you before you get too attached, I think, to, to butterflies. Did you know that butterflies are vampires of sadness? They literally drink people's and animals' tears. So they, they flit around and then they get crushed and they make you really sad because you're not as beautiful as them. They crush your dreams. They wrench your heart out. And when you're crying, they land on your face and lap up your ears. Tell me that's not a malicious animal scent. Tell me, please. No, well, because I think... The first part, this is again another misunderstanding, you see. The first part, they don't cause the tears. They're just, you know, if they are, it's tears of joy, you know, based on the beauty of the butterfly. But, you know, when it's not tears of joy, it's, you know, sadness brought about, brought about by some other factor of life that has absolutely nothing to do with the butterfly. Somebody might be grieving. They might be upset, and then the butterfly gently lands on them, and as if to wipe the tear away, it's just such a tender, beautiful expression of compassion from the butterfly. And the human that, you know, gets to experience this, no doubt feels touched, and emotional that this beautiful experience with this gentle butterfly happened to them. Okay. So it's all and a matter of perspective. 
and you're going to tell me that mosquitoes are doing it because they really care about us having too much blood in our bodies as well and and they, they want to make us feel no, better no no. no 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 but we have not yet um debated mosquitoes i'm not saying you're that at all. that one <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying that at all but with regards to the butterfly that is what's happening Okay. <laughs> In that case, I have uh-huh. a, a further point to raise. I, I okay. simply want to inform you better, butterflies, because I, I really do think you've got the wrong end of the stick. Butterflies are, are dirty creatures. They, they have really poor table manners, which, I, I mean, we've talked about in the past, that creatures like that really shouldn't be allowed on the Ark to set such poor moral examples to future mm-hmm. generations so that they taste through their feet i mean imagine if i went out to a restaurant and then stuck my feet in my plate of food i mean that, that, that that's not going to go down well is it that's that's just not on did you know the japanese yellow swallowtail sees through its bum so i mean that's that's just messed up in itself butterflies are these strange old mutants and quirky uh, uh, quirky Quirky, quirky mutants. Are you someone who can roll their tongue? Do you know what I mean? No. Like yeah. that. Like oh, that. you can. I can't. So yeah, yeah, I can because I'm I, clearly I'm half butterfly. So I, 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 I simply want to state that butterflies are abominations of nature, as we've discussed with many animals in the past, in that their tongues are, are rolled into straws so they can suck the, the, the water and drain the life out of creatures, which, which they best like these, these sci-fi thriller aliens. I mean, it's, it's messed up. You know, the, the word leprosy comes from the same root as lepidoptera, which is the the, the family name butterflies and the moths so why why that tells you plenty in itself but but because leprosy is a bad condition butterflies are bad creatures <laughs> comes from <laughs> lepros which is greek for scaly so right. so, so lepidoptera does scaly wings and leprosy of course so it's a skin condition so yeah but nothing but, to do with the butterfly. Well, like the it butterfly has everything doesn't... to do with them being abominations of nature, <laughs> evil creatures like the disease. That's what I'm saying. You'd, you'd better believe it. Right. I think uh, you're, you know, I, I, I don't think the one and the other is uh, necessarily connected, but, um, you know, it could be some other scientists maybe some other dutch scientists being lazy uh when it comes to dutch scientists sorry i I don't it's just uh they are the ones that uh, named the butterfly the butterfly Mm. so you know so what do you think it should be called saf let's just clarify this what do you think butterflies should be called who the beauty fly <laughs> beautiful, beauty, beautiful fly. I, 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 I'm not sure about that. 
<laughs> Unifly. No, What's a group um, of butterflies called? Do you know? I don't know. I'll look it up, though. Group, but I'll bet it's the most pretentious name. Like a flamboyance of flamingos, something like that. It would be like a splendiferousness of butterflies. So, called a kaleidoscope of butterflies. There you go. Wow, that's brilliant. Do you like that one or do you disapprove? Uh, no, that's that falls in the pretentious camp. Okay. Has to be has to be simple. Like uh, I mean, they they used to use is it herd? Yeah, they, they used to call most groups of animals just a herd. So you could have herd of bees, okay. for example, or herd of birds. Much much simpler okay. then. Everything's just a herd. Does Why you need the them, word kaleidoscope? A herd, of, a herd of wildebeest. That makes sense. But a herd of butterflies? No, they're not a herd. They're a kaleidoscope. Tower of Jurassic. Because they stampede over your hopes and dreams and crush them underfoot. There's no stampeding at all when it comes to butterflies. It's a gentle. Here's if it's below 86 degrees Fahrenheit and they can't fly. But they're not stampeding, they're just meditating. Do you think? Do you think? I, I read a great quote in doing research for this show. A question was asked. Basically said, do butterflies remember being caterpillars? And the response went along the lines of, no, butterflies are stupid. They could not possibly remember this. So, need I say more? But Quote Colin's Guide to British Butterflies. Butterflies are creatures of little importance. They are high-performance sex machines fueled by flower nectar. We've the, already discredited Collins, British and butterflies. Them and Dutch scientists. Yeah, yeah as they lazy... They go to tea parties together, conspire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think butterflies, you know, to sum up, important for the ecosystem measurements, Free antibiotics, free beauty, one third of our food, free fragrance of chocolate. Or, or free the chocolate. chocolate fragrance, with, with or without flying, depending on whether we've got arc heating sorted out. Burning elephant dung and such. Heat, we need arc heating sorted out because that is important to the human crew. Mm, mm. Or, or, or just pack a jumper, scarf, beanie. Dude, we have a long journey ahead. We have lots of things to focus on. Wearing multiple, we need to be nimble. You know, mm. it's gonna be t-shirt and shorts weather. In on I, the I arc. would like to see an elephant in a jumper or a dolphin with a nice sort of chic scarf. I think that would be quite cool. Don't you? Yeah, well, they can they can do that, but not for survival. They can do it's it as like a one-off. Statement. Yeah. Yeah, as a fashion statement. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I do have a few very final closing points for you. So, okay. firstly, it is bad luck, according to superstition, to have to see three butterflies together on a leaf. So, if we bring two butterflies, hoping 
presuming they don't die out given that they're stupid abominations of evolution and very poorly designed. Assuming they don't die out, they do breed, we will eventually have at least three butterflies on Earth 2.0. Then we're, we're all going to be cursed permanently with bad luck because these three butterflies are going to be on a leaf, we're going to see them. We're all going to die horribly of a stroke. Which brings me to the butterfly stroke, which is the worst swimming stroke ever invented. Of course, named after butterfly for that reason. Butterfly's crap. Butterfly stroke is crap. Completely inefficient way of swimming. Whoever invented it is a complete moron, like God, as we've clearly proven. Finally, Butterfly Day, officially, internationally, is March 14th. Also on that day, Stephen Hawking died, as did Karl Marx, Peter Grave, Susan Hayward, many other people. Butterflies are indisputably bad luck. They are indisputably murderers who celebrate their own birthday by going out killing famous people. I rest my case. <laughs> well, you do realise every day of the year there's going to be famous people that are dying. Um, I was a bit dismayed. There weren't many famous people who died on March yeah, 14. Yeah. After, after the first two, Stephen Hawking and Karl Marx, you lost me there. Um, mm. But, you know, it's cool that they have a butterfly day. Um, I wonder if all animals have a day. Um, Elephants do. Dolphins do. I don't think ants do. All the good do. ones. Sure, cats do. I don't know about foxes. So yeah, most of the ones we brought on thus far. So it might be a good sign for you. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think the fact that there's a butterfly day is a good sign. They're appreciated. Uh, we'll give them a day on Earth 2.0 as well, I reckon. Um, so they can kill us. And. All. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think you were talking about the dangers of having a third butterfly. Um, we'll just uh, make sure that the two butterflies are spayed. Spayed neutered. Spay neuter programs for all of our animals. But then when the butterflies die, because famously butterflies don't actually live very long, what happens? Because mm -hmm. then we have no butterflies. No, no, we create them. Two at a time. We artificially create clone butterflies, because that's never yes. gone wrong. Jurassic <laughs> Park. Yeah, but we, we will do it correctly. Mm. Margaret's We're gonna on make it sure already. They can't breed. Life finds a way, Zach. Life finds a way. All I'm going to say. <laughs> Quote, but you know what we're going to have to do? Quoting Hollywood again. <laughs> I am. We have mentioned Jurassic Park in nearly every episode so far. Right. One recurring theme. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going mm -hmm. to have to leave it to our listeners to vote. Do we bring butterflies to Earth 2.0 as chocolate-scented air fresheners? risking our own lives in the process. I, I don't think it's any exaggeration to say that. Let us know. We are back to posting on social media. There'll be plenty more results coming. So vote a plenty as to which animals we bring on board 
particularly butterflies. Let us know whether you can spell the word chrysalis and whether you think having three butterflies is unlucky and whether Jurassic Park is science fact or science fiction because I think we all know the answer to that and it's former. And Seth just doesn't believe me when I try and tell him that so I think he's going to need some convincing but we'll get there, we'll get there Seth. Join us next week when we will be discussing Hmm. What will we be discussing? I think it's time we had another mammal. We've gone for some birds, insects, amphibians. So, Mm -hmm. when we will be discussing... When we will be discussing armadillos. (laughs) Wow, armadillos. Armadillos. I I have to show you this. This isn't very good podcast material, but I have an armadillo sign in my room. Right. Give an audio description of this. There you go. It says, Beware of Armadillo. <laughs> I'm so, guessing they're an Australian animal. We already know Australian they are animal. a threat. They're not an Australian animal. Learn some biology, Saf. Don't get armadillos <laughs> in Australia. Get them in the Americas. Where do you get them? But hopefully okay. you'll have learnt that by the time we record next week. <laughs> Tune, tune in next time to see whether Saf knows anything about armadillos. It'll be quite fun. See you then. See you then. Bye bye. <laughs>